when everybody's heard about the bird. You know, as we were we were planning, you know, being so professional, so, so professional and sharp and, and yes. just creative, coming up with this song, which I'm sure he's never been introduced with before. Never. It dawned on me just now as we started playing it. This is a big dude, and if he doesn't like this, he will break us in half. Well, thank you for bringing me into that, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Petri Hawkins Bird, uh, Officer Bird from Judge Judy uh, Bird, as he's known to friends and fans alike, graduated from high school in Brooklyn, attended community college in the Bronx, like I can do the accent. In 1986, after being transferred from uh, Brooklyn Family Court to Manhattan Family Court, Bird met his future TV boss, Judge Judy. In 1989, Bird received his bachelor's degree in criminal justice. Some folks graduated magna cum laude. I graduated. Thank you, Lordy. He's on the phone with us right now. It's the Bird. What's going on, man? <laughs> Wait, first of all, the intro music. I love it. Okay, so, so everybody's safe. Okay, okay. good, good, because I don't need you coming up here and messing with me. You know what I'm saying? I don't want a little... No, 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 man. You know, I, I, what kind of guy would I be if I didn't, like, appreciate the theme music you gave me? You uh, know, the yeah. birdies to wear it. I like cool, you know? Okay. All right, well, it was either going to be that or the theme from Night Court, and I think that's the wrong show. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> you know, wrong, wrong, wrong bailiff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, hold on, but you, you're you the longest-running court bailiff in history, right? So who is second? Uh, Bull? Is Bull second? Uh, no, I. you know what? I, wow, who is second? Who is second? Um, I will say maybe uh, second continuously. So I want to say it's either Joe from, uh, from um, Divorce Court or it's, um, let's see, or, or, or the guy... Uh, I, I, I forget the brother's name right quick, but he is the, he is uh, on on the People's Court. He's oh yeah, yeah, court. yeah. Uh, I remember that guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. look, I'm sure everybody wants to know what is your best Jerry Springer moment, right? Uh, like when there was some nasty went down kind of step in, throw someone across the room situation in court. Is that does that ever happen oh, on yeah. TV, or do you guys cut that out if it goes down? I, I wouldn't imagine to cut yeah. it out. It'd be great TV. I, it, it, it probably. It probably would, but then that would mean I'd have to exert like a whole lot of energy. And <laughs> I, I, I think, I think, I think, I think, I think America might have noticed that I'm a little laid back, you know, yeah. that I'm uh, really into my crossword puzzle, and I don't like to be disturbed. So, you know, and and besides, when you have when you have a pit bull of a boss, you know, what do you have to do? She. She chews them up, and I just sweep them into a dustpan and see them out. You know? I like it. I love it. Okay, listen, little birdie told me uh, that um, you have a personality disorder. So could I ask, please, <laughs> could I ask uh, for Mr. Bernie Mac to come out at this particular point in the interview? Mr. Bernie Mac, are you in the house? Listen, let me tell you something. You got a nice show. I don't want to mess nothing up. Because if I use a couple of foul words, I know what's going to happen to your show. All of a sudden, there'll be a fish market there next week. So some of my gun, let me tell you something. Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, now, you know, I know this man's been dead a long, long time, but I, I, hear, I heard a little rumor that you can raise people from the dead. So I would like you to raise Mr. Sammy Davis Jr. from the dead, please. Hey, let, me, let me tell you something, man. A lot of the cats told me, they said, Sammy... Come back, and I said, Shaboing, I'll do it. 
I'm that type of cat, babe. I mean that sincerely. <laughs> oh, man. Now, I'm not sure whether, you know, I, I've got my own Bill Cosby impersonation, uh, but I have to take a couple of roofies before I do it. Um, so so let's move on to Mr. Carol O'Connor, because that has got to be one of my all-time favorite characters. Oh, jeez, 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 dear Drew Marshall, don't ask me to do any story of okay? Because I don't believe in anybody who's walking around with the Christians there, all right? <laughs> Nice. Well, I, I think, I, in fact, I think you're one of them hairy Christians. <laughs> one, of them seven day, one of them seven day adventurers. That is the most amazing impression I've ever heard. <laughs> you sound like the mayor, not yeah. Homer. Mayor, you Quimby. mayor Quimby. Sorry. Uh, My mistake. Rookie, <laughs> <laughs> What is wrong with you, man? Seriously. Listen, I am driving. I'm driving Highway 5 in, in, in California. I just finished driving from uh, L.A. going home to Sacramento. And there's got to be other people in the car with me. Otherwise, I get bored and I start to fall asleep on the road, you know. Uh, I think I think it's having four kids, right? That just messes with your head. you got to. Yeah, gotta... yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. That's right. You know. Yeah. That's right. Four, four kids in a really bad TV, you know, yeah. so, you know, they got bad reception, so it's like I had to, you know, remove the inside and get in there and do the shows for them, you know. So, listen, let, we we can't do, you know, you can't do an interview being the bailiff on Judge Duty without talking about uh, Judge Duty. So let's talk about Judge Duty. And everybody wants to know, you know, what's she really like? What's she really like? Is she really Pitbull and, you know, that kind of stuff? And um so i but i don't really want to know all that i want to know if she has ever lost it on you has she ever you know just ripped you a new one know what i'm saying she 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 has she has you know and uh uh, yeah 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 you know and and you know i i had to give her like the reminder like you know that i'm the only thing standing between you and an ass whooping right (laughs) (laughs) and and i might recall you know I was treated the last time, you know. So, you know, so I might, I might be a little slow on the reaction part. No, but uh, no, she, she, she gets in the zone sometimes, you know, and 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 she can be cranky and crotchety. I, I know, I know, you guys don't see any of that. No, but, no. But believe me, okay, she can, she can be cranky, and and sometimes what she'll do is, you know, like, like she'll 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 ask me something, and she's. Ex- She's expecting the affirmative, or she's expecting me to, you know, to reaffirm whatever her position is. And it's like, you know, if I look at her and I and I have a different position, you know, she 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 gets she gets agitated. You know? So like, she asked me one time that we had some people on there and they had a fight, right? You know, they, uh, this these two mothers or something had a fight over over like one lady touching the other woman's child or grabbing the other woman's child. And so Judge Judy goes. I don't believe this. What, what kind of behavior is that between two women? I, I've never heard of a woman fighting another woman over. Uh, have you ever heard of that bird? And I looked at her and I went, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mother, my mother will whoop your butt over me, <laughs> you know? yeah. and has and has done so. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Oh man. So, well, so a lot of times she she just gets like, "What?" You know, I was like, "Yeah, I said it." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. uh, well, we are on the phone with uh, with uh, Petrie Hawkins Bird, 
Uh, I'm sure people have called you Petrie over the years and not lived to tell yes, about man, it. Man, man, I appreciate you, Drew. I appreciate you, man, because you've done your research because I can't stand being called Petrie. I go, oh, right. So thank no. you. Well, it makes you sound like a like a weird lab experiment of some sort, right? So. <laughs> right, or, or or as no kids love it because they go, "Oh, it's the dinosaur on land before time." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, I got to say, your resting angry face is a little scary, man. You're like a combination between Ice T and Terry Crews. You know that face you have. <laughs> Believe it or not, I have been told that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not not that combination, but each one of those individuals yeah. I've been, like, kind of compared to. And, uh, yeah, you know, well, people say, I, I, I've taken, recently I've run into people, and, 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 and they're, they're taking a picture with me, and they go, oh, my God, he does smile. And I go, how am I coming off to America, you know? And, <laughs> and so people are like, nah, man, you look pretty serious, dude. And I'm like, but... What am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to have this goofy grin? You know, like, yes, y'all, I sure likes being here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad they're coming down and letting us judge their cases. might be an unfair question, but I want to throw this at you anyway. Petra, do you think that there's even more pressure on you as a black man on TV to be a good role model? And is that unfair? Um, I think there is, I think there is, um, um, I I think the onus is on me to be a good role model, and I I don't think it's uh, unfair. No, but is there there more pressure for you to to be a a good role model because you're, because you're a black man? I think, I think so. I think so. And, and 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 I I think it. Hold I on a second. Wait, wait, wait. Well, you are black, right? Mostly. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, it's ra- it's radio, I had, man. I, I you know. Who I knows? Two, I, no, I, no, I know. I had I had two black grandparents. I had two black parents. Yeah. I, I'd okay. say I'd say I'm at least at least ninety five. <laughs> Uh, no, because I was looking up, like I, I was looking into your bio and stuff, and I know your mom had a huge influence on you, and Uncle Butchie and Uncle Wallace and your brothers. You know, yeah. they all played really oh, wow. sig- significant roles in your life. Where was Dad? Wow, Dad was uh, uh, Dad was a uh, uh, intravenous drug user and a drug dealer, uh, and and I, I let me apologize to my family right now. I got I got family in Buffalo, so if you guys have tuned in on this i'm not dogging my dad i'm just telling the facts yeah but you know but there were there were extenuating circumstances for why he sort of became what he became you know and so he was he was presently absent you know uh i have a friend who says that every man can be a a role model even if it's to set a bad example so so my father kind of set forth the example uh, uh, of his relationship with his father, and I don't know what the relationship was with my grandfather and my great grandfather. I don't, I don't know anything about that, but I just know that you know that the things that my dad uh, didn't do and what he wasn't to me um, 
they they caused in me to want to be different and to want to be a better dad, you know, and to you know to be there for my kids. And and so I, I think I have. I think I've I think I've been the best dad I can be to my kids. And uh, you know, as I always tell my kids, you know, um, anything that I didn't do for you, take up with your therapist. Take up with your therapist. <laughs> I like it. You know. I often say to people that uh, my kids really started to excel in life after I put them into foster care. They just uh, took right off after that. It's been a real addition to the family ever since we found them on our doorstep. Yes, yes. (laughs) Do you think that the God side of your life, um, you know, I mean, oh, geez, how do I ask this? So, what? it may have started as a cultural phenomenon, you know. I, if, from what I understand, you, you grew up with some with some good God stuff. But when did you really step into it on your own? Wow. Um, to to be honest with you, I didn't grow up with uh, with a lot of God stuff huh. um, at all. Okay. Can I, I have to admit? Uh, I have to admit something. That was a poor assumption on my part because uh, this, mm-hmm. this is just me being the awkward white guy. Um, That's okay, Good, man. but you know, I mean, I'm looking at your bio and I'm reading stuff here, and you, you know, you did CC Wine and Take Six, and the, and the black culture, and the, you know, you know, if you grew up, you, you know, in order to get a little control, a little, little, little solid uh, grounding in your life, a lot of. Uh, a lot of the black community yeah. kind of hunker down into the into the church scene, and and um, sure, absolutely, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I'm sorry, I just no, assumed because no, no. uh, no, I, I couldn't no, find no, anything. No, no. Not my family, not my family. You know. Really? You know, I, I knew some families that did, but you know, we were, we were CME members. We we were CME members. Uh, Christmas, Mother's Day, and Easter, and uh, <laughs> somebody likes that. Okay, so, <laughs> and that's and that's when we went to church. You know, we, you know, those are the times that we went to church, and and there was we weren't rooted in any real uh, relationship with Christ. It wasn't until, uh, now this is crazy, it wasn't until my second marriage, okay, uh, and and that was about 30 years old, 30, 31 years old, um, that that, um, I started to discover um, that this Christ thing was real, you know, and that Christ was real, you know, and um, uh, it was, it was for the, uh, I'd say from, from 30 on, that's where I started to really, really understand who Christ was and who he was in my life, you know, and and what I was capable of being and doing through Christ and through and through his his um his sacrifice and and through following um his tenets and and, and, and uh you know, his 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 uh word. Uh being being rooted in my life, you know, um, just you know, it, it it just made all the difference in the world. I'm not I'm not perfect. <laughs> no, no, no. And you know what? I no. I was gonna act, I was gonna say something cheeky about that because you know I I know that when the spotlight is on people. You know, and especially God people, especially Jesus people these days. You know, people have this sort of judgy eye thing going on. And to be honest, I mean. You know, there, if you are going to come out and say, yeah, I'm, I'm a Jesus guy, then I think that there should be something probably a little little different in you, and you shouldn't be, you know, maybe living in certain ways or whatever. But the reality is, 
You know, Jesus used an ass. And I'm not talking about Benny Hinn. Um, <laughs> that was so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Okay. <laughs> hey, listen, can you, can you please explain to me Something Elk Grove, seriously, really, the home of Bimbo Bakeries. That's where you live. It's just Bimbo Bakeries, man. You know. <laughs> Again, you have done your research. Uh, well, you know, it's not where you start out; it's where you wind up. So, you know, I start out in Brooklyn, in the you know Bed Stuy, Crown Heights section of Brooklyn. You know, uh, uh, I move out here to the to to the West Coast to uh, reunite with my wife and. Um, and we lived in the Bay Area for a time, and then when I got the Judge Judy show, uh, you know, we were we were looking for some place to raise our family, you know, where the schools were good and the housing was affordable. So we visited uh, my mother-in-law's friends who lived up in Sacramento, and they took us to this place called Elk Grove that was like like one of the fastest growing uh, communities in the United States at the time. And they were building all these new houses and stuff like that. And that's where we settled in uh, for the past, what is it, 18 years uh, this year. So, so um, yeah. Okay. You know, it's a great, great, it's, 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 it's a great community to, to, to raise your kids. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad my, my, my children got an opportunity to be raised there as opposed to the type of, you know, uh, rearing that I had, you know, because... Yeah. You know the the city the cities are very very different than they were when I was coming up. You know, um, you know there there was still a sense of family and a real sense of community when I was coming up. Now the cities are splintered and there's gentrification and you know uh, hey when did this white guy move next door? Uh, I like him but I can't afford to live next door to him anymore. You know so so it's it's kind of crazy. You know the, the the world we live in today. You know. Yeah, right. Even though we can communicate better than ever, you know, it's, it's that uh, it's, it's that paradox where we can communicate with people halfway around the world in seconds, and we don't know who lives across the street. So, you know, I, I, I wanted my my children to have a sense of community and a, and, a, and a sense of safety, and you know, and go to good schools and manage to accomplish that in Elk Grove. Mm-hmm. And so, what's it to you, man? Oh, I, I'm no. I mean, uh, it's a beautiful place. Beautiful place. I, Listen, I think it's perfect for someone who likes, you know, uh, jazz concerts and museums and and uh, and, and listening and to music and, and writing and poetry and, and playing and Scrabble and chess and and bimbo cupcakes. And <laughs> tell me that place isn't filled with blondes? Is it? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I've never had one. I just, I'm glad. I'm glad you brought it up because it, it, it dawned on me. Like, yeah, that's right. Bimbo's is here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bimbo cupcakes. That's like the worst stripper name ever, man. Bimbo cupcakes. That, that, that's right. That's right. That's right. Watch Bimbo and her cupcakes. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. Worth the bowl. Oh man. <laughs> All right, listen, if you hadn't sent that congratulatory note to Judge Judy on her new show and she hadn't offered you the bailiff's role, what do you think you'd be doing? Do you think you'd be practicing law or practicing comedy? Oh, boy, you know what? I probably I probably would have wound up in stand-up comedy, I'm telling you. you know, um, really? 
Yeah, I, I, I think so. Really? I, you know, I, you know, I, I'd have probably been doing impersonations, you know, like constantly. Uh, you know, or, or maybe I'd have left out and wound up on like in Living Color or uh, Saturday Night Live or something like that. I, I think, you know, I, I think no matter what, I was destined to be on television, and I was destined to do that. Uh, um, but uh, I also, I probably would have wound up working with kids. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You do a lot of charity stuff. I, listen, you. There's got to be some skeletons in your closet because you just seem too stinking nice. You seem so nice that you should. I think you're a Mormon. That's how nice I think you are. <laughs> well, well hold, hold, hold on for a second because uh, this body keeps moving in the trunk. Hey, well, let me go back here. Okay, so what were you saying about? Uh, yeah. Oh, brother. <laughs> no. Well, no. Uh, no, I, 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 I got, you know, some people have skeletons in the closet. I have like a cemetery, just yeah. a whole cemetery there, kid. But, well, uh, but, but I'm, I'm not willing to share all that with you. Okay, no, that's okay. We'll, we'll wait for another time. What's, what do you think is next after, after you stop standing on that faded spot on the red carpet? I mean, it's almost been 20 oh, years, man. right? Oh, man. And, and they won't, they won't replace it. I'm, I'm like, hey, right here, right here where the footprints are. But I guess... I guess they think I won't remember where to stand, so they leave it like that. Well, um, but what will happen after that? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm really, really, really. I'm telling you now, I'm really trying to break into voiceovers, uh, and uh, that's what I would like to do. I would like to kind of do like sort of the Don LaFontaine thing, you know, just you know, show up in the limousine, get out, <laughs> go inside, step up to the mic, and go. Would you like to find out who, you know, and, you know, do the whole voice thing and then get back in the limo, go back home a little bit, you know, and, you know, I, I voiceovers and it is the coolest kind of work you can do. Yeah. Yeah. But these but, uh, days with budget cuts and everything, you uh, you, you, it's not, it's not know anything about that. Would you stop it? These days, it's not going to be a limo. You're going to be calling an Uber, right? So <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. You know. No, no. Well, listen. Yeah. What a what an absolute riot chatting with you. You know, I was told you were you were going to be a good guest, and you're nice, and blah 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 blah. Somebody was talking you up, and I thought, okay, fine. <laughs> we'll see. You make me feel so welcome. That's the thing about it, man. You know, the warmth on your show. Thank you, Mr. Rickle. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. My 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 improv teacher, uh, I was making, I was imitating different uh, idiosyncrasies of the other people in the class, and and I asked her. I said, "What do I? What am I like? What do I? What do I do?" And she said, "I, I can't figure it out, but you're like a you're like a young Don Rickles." <laughs> There's a big difference between being insulted by Don Rickles or uh, Donald Trump, right? Two very different Dons oh, there. But very, 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 yeah, yeah. Don, Don stopped wearing the hairpiece a long time. <laughs> yeah, let's let it go. Let Rickles, it go. Rickles, let it go. Just, you know. <laughs> 
Petri, I, I have thoroughly enjoyed this. Petri Hawkins, uh, Bird, Officer Bird from Judge Duty on the phone with us. And uh, judgeduty.com forward slash bios bird. You'll find it. Judgeduty.com. Go there. Creep on the guy. Find him on Facebook. You know, befriend him. He, he accepts anybody. So uh, it's a good thing. <laughs> Drew, man, I dig you, man. I dig you the most. You are one <laughs> groovy cat. <laughs> Thanks, baby. Thanks, baby. Good to chat with you, man. Enjoy the drive. All right, man. All right, later. Bye-bye. What is hip? Tell me, tell me.